Welcome to Birds Love You with my daddy and with my uncle Bud. Ladies and gentlemen, the playoffs are upon us. We have made it. It is time for things to get spicy. What's going on? I'm the resident Packers fan, Cheesehead, Devin Primrose, joined, as always, by my brother from another mother, Mr. Blake Ivy. What's going on, man? Not much, man. I'm super pumped. These are some fantastic games. There's really not any game that I would be surprised that either team wins. Yep. There are every single one of these games I could legit see going either way. There's only one that I think would be even close, like close to surprised. Right. Um, but I, I think the rest of them, it's it's pretty much like I have. There's awesome. as we start recording, there's one that I don't even have. I don't even have a pick yet. Like I'm just gonna need to feel it in the moment, and and we'll 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 see how it goes. But yeah, man, playoff football it's it's super exciting. It's fun when your team is in it, but it's also fun when your team is not because you can just watch to enjoy the football aspect of it, and you don't have to think like, oh man, this team is good. We're gonna have to play them or or whatever. Like you get to just root for the guys that you like to watch. There's no fantasy involved, so it's not like, yeah. well, I really need this defense to do well, or I really hope this quarterback doesn't throw for this many yards. Like it's almost the most pure time of yep. football because you yep. just get to watch and enjoy um, love, love of the game, man. The love of the yeah. game That's or the hatred for Tom to. Brady or, or that, which there yeah. will be plenty of that this weekend for sure. I got to say, though, you know, if, if if the playoffs are anything like what we saw in week 18 in some of those playoff type games, Ooh. I think I think we're in we're in for some good ones. We're in for um, a treat for sure. Yeah, a lot, lot of spicy matchups, a lot of good teams. So I say, without further ado, we just get picky with it. No, 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 getting picky with it. No, 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 wicked, 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 no, 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 getting picky with it. Let's jump into it on Saturday at 4.30. We got the Las Vegas Raiders. Coming off that big overtime win on Sunday night where Brandon Staley said, here you go, Raiders. You get a trip to the playoffs. They travel to Cincinnati to face the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati currently five and a half point favorites. You know, I, I feel like that's kind of fair. I think Cincinnati is the is potentially the better team of these two. I'm excited to see that, that high-powered Cincinnati offense uh, match up against Max Crosby. So who you got, man? Well, this is the game that I don't have a winner pick. So you just start with me and I guess we'll just have to I'll just have to go with my gut. Okay. So here's what's hard. So in my my gut of guts, I think that the Raiders are a better football team. I think that that is partially driven I blame I, I blame mainstream media. I blame <laughs> the the mainstream media for making me think the Cincinnati Bengals are such a good football team. Um I I think that I <laughs> It's just they're they're so highlight driven, man. Like they are Joe Burrow, Chase, uh, what's Jamar Chase? It's like these guys are having these unbelievable days, and so it's like that. It gets the headlines, yeah. And looking at the team's rankings, the Raiders have a defense that allows thirteen less yards per game 
the Raiders pass defense is actually like top 10 in the league. Uh, rush defense is less so. Points per game, the Raiders allow 25 points per game. Bengals allow 22 points per game. So like that's that's pretty close, but you know, obviously you give an edge to the Bengals. But when you look at offense, the Raiders offense is they're literally they're two spots different. So there's two yards per game different between the them offensively. And the Raiders score five points less per game. So it's like, it depends on what you're looking at. It depends on, you know, now that I'm really doing my analysis, you guys see, this is like almost behind the scenes. Like I'm telling you why I'm researching. <laughs> you know, I was about pick. to say, you're doing a, you're doing a real deep dive into the analytics over there for some. I am, just, man. That just shamed the science so much on the last. Episode. I did. I'm, I'm really pulling a Brandon <laughs> Staley on this one. And so like first glance, honestly, I was leaning towards the Raiders because of where they had things ranked. But then you go to turnover differential. The Raiders are minus nine in turnovers. They are two spots below the Falcons. They are one spot below the New York Giants on turnover ratio. Cincinnati Bengals sit in just under the middle with a zero. They just they just might as well not. There might as well be no takeovers and no no giveaways. Yeah. If you're the Bengals, so when I'm looking at takeaways. Turnover differential. The only thing I'm not factoring in is special teams because I do not care. Similar to Brandon Staley, I do not care about special teams. Um, <laughs> don't care about your punter. Don't care about your kicker. I'm gonna go. You know, I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the, the mainstream media. I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Locking Hello. it in. Locking it in with the Bengals. I think the Bengals are a better football team, and I'm thankful that the numbers that I was able to look at them in an unbiased way and see that, yes, in fact, the Bengals are slightly better uh, in things that matter like points allowed and turnover differential, which I think are probably more important than the yards. Give me the Bengals. You analyzed that like you were on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or something. Man, I hey, I'm <laughs> trying to do my job here. I'm trying to do my job, do some do uh... some stats, do some deep dive for the listeners who are who are Driving in their car, they can't Google things. That's not safe. You can't Google things while you drive or eating dinner while you're listening to the podcast, which is a great form of entertainment. And you can't, you can't, you be getting spaghetti all over your phone. You can't Google things while you eat. You just got to listen. I'll, I'll do the research for you. Yeah, there you I go. got you. Yeah, I, I also went with the Bengals in this one. I did think about this one a little bit. Part of me wants to see the Raiders win. I, I also thought about it a little bit. Oh, yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I, part of me wants to see the Raiders win because of the story. Like everything that this team has been through this year, all the craziness that's happened in Las Vegas, I just think it'd be it'd be fun to see that continue. Yeah. And they are they are like they are a fun team to like Hunter Renfro has no business being as good as he is at no, wide man. receiver. No. Der Derek Carr is a guy that was two steps from being out of the league. The easily the two most interesting hairlines in the whole NFL, those yeah, two guys. For sure. For Hunter sure. Fred and Derek uh, Carr. Two most interesting hairlines, for sure. Max Crosby is a monster on the defensive side. I like I enjoy watching Raiders games just for him. Yeah. Um you got Casey Hayward out playing corner. Yep. That is is yep. no slouch. Like yeah, absolutely. So yeah. they like this is this is a fun team to get behind, and even more so without John Gruden there. They so, overcame all so much adversity this like, season. I I mean it, 
you say it like basically that. Basically, the blind side of the NFL. You say it like that, but like it is true. I mean, they really did, and, and it's <laughs> for like, sure. That's part of the reason why I want to see them win and and have us all get to continue to enjoy that story uh, moving forward. But I just I think the Bengals are a better team. I think Joe Burrow is potentially a top five quarterback right now. Oh yeah, uh, and, and I'd def- say that. definitely moving forward will be. But the Raiders' just- offensive line, man, like. That's that's the thing is is they they give Derek Carr so much protection. Yeah, it's it it is it is tough, but I think I think the Bengals' offense is better. Uh, I think that they're going to get out and score some points early, and I think I think the Raiders are going to have to be playing from behind uh, for most of this game. And I'm not saying they can't do that and, and win, but I think that they're going to be facing an uphill battle for most of this game. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I, th- I said it in in the building. You know, I since he being the favorite by five and a half points, I think that's about right. I think I, I think know, they man. are. I think they are the better team. They're playing at home. I just I feel better picking them than picking Vegas. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if I were to pick Vegas, it'd be kind of recency bias over what they've done the last couple of weeks and the teams that they've beat. Which they, I mean, maybe it's fair recency bias because they have beaten good teams. That Chargers team on Sunday night was a good team. Now did they? "Quote unquote," win that game, uh, right. may, maybe not. But did they beat the Colts the week before? Yep. Did they beat the Browns two weeks before that? Yep. I mean, those are those are solid teams too. And and these are teams that have both lost lost games to elite teams. Yeah. And lost games to teams that they should have beaten. So these are yeah. these are two teams that I don't really see as Super Bowl threats unless they really heat up. But the yeah. Bengals, it would take it would the Bengals making the Super Bowl would need to be like the 2016 Falcons, where the offense is is clicking on all cylinders, and then all of a sudden this defense starts to show up and come alive. Yeah, but um, like, but like, I have more faith in that happening than the Raiders making it. Like to me, the Bengals are closer to being that Super yeah. Bowl caliber caliber team. I mean, you look at the teams that they've beaten this year. They beat the Chiefs last week. They beat the Ravens the week before that. They beat. They beat the Ravens twice this year. Twice this yeah. year they beat the Ravens. Well, the um, Ravens are also just, like not what they could have been because of injury. So yeah. I will say this: I don't, I don't think that ten and seven is reflective of either one of these teams and where they're at. I think they both overperformed. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, you think that the Bengals over over overperformed? You think the Bengals did? <laughs> I'm just not. I just gave looking, up saying that word. <laughs> looking, we'll looking stick at, with it. Looking at their schedule now, I do think they kind of over overperform. I think they might have had the huh. benefit of an easier schedule, which is which is good for that team. I mean, it's a young team; they need the confidence. I'm 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 okay with that, and I do think the Bengals have the talent to put up a fight against anybody. But like but coming think- into this season, we didn't have the Raiders as a more talented team than the Chargers. Like well, we, we also, didn't, ha- but we also didn't have Cincy as a more talented team than Baltimore or Cleveland. And I I didn't have them as a more talented team than Pittsburgh, right? But both of like honestly, I think that the Bengals won because of like they ended up winning. They won the division. Yeah, I think yeah. they ended up winning the division because of injuries. Like you have the Baker Mayfield injury, that's, you have the Lamar Jackson that's injury, that's true. you have the age of Ben Roethlisberger, which might as well be an injury. And so I think that they're the beneficiaries of that, but also I think they rose to the occasion. The Raiders are basically just the Rudy of the playoffs. Like there's, you have no business being out here, but for some reason you have, and it's all heart. Like, 
Like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't attribute much in the NFL to art. Like, like oh, the reason with the Tim, Raiders it absolutely is though, right? Like the reason Tim Tebow is in the NFL is is not in the NFL is because heart is not enough to win at the NFL right. level, right? It's, like, it's also it's also not a stat that you can yeah. easily yeah. Oh yeah. man, his heart his heart was off the charts this week. Did you see him, man? <laughs> heart on his sleeve. He he was heart. He's just loving it out there. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I don't mean know. that's that's actually a good example. I think that the Raiders are kind of like that. Ooh, what was it? The 2011 Denver Broncos. They got in because of Tim Tebow, and they ended up going out and winning beat week the one, week one of the playoffs, and beat the Steelers. And I think it was in overtime. Yeah. Tim Tebow passes it to Demarius Thomas. Yeah, I, I mean. I think I could see that happening with this Raiders team against a, in my opinion, superior team in yep. the Bengals. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I wanted to pick them. I just did. I just couldn't, couldn't bring myself. I mean, to that's, I, I'm, I feel the exact same way. I want to, I want the, the story to continue. I just can't, yeah. I can't fully trust them. But let's move on to the Saturday night game. We got the New England Patriots. And the rookie quarterback, potential rookie of the year, Mac Jones, leading them in to Buffalo. I don't know if you know this, but Mac Jones was the quarterback at Alabama, where it does not get cold. At least not, not at least not cold, cold. No. And in Buffalo, it is gonna be four degrees on Saturday night. It is gonna be cold, cold in Buffalo. Fans are crazy in Buffalo, and they're gonna be out in that weather yelling and screaming for this Buffalo Bills team. And they could make life life difficult very quickly for Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. Where is old McCorkle Jones from? I just need to know that. Does he even does he have any kind of experience with oh no, he's from Jacksonville. Like he 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 ain't never even seen cold before he, he went he I, I wonder what kind of like culture shock that was when it was like I don't know, man. Born in Jacksonville, played college football in Alabama, all of a sudden you're gonna start playing outside in Boston for a living. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. Buffalo four point favorites. That's fair given uh them as the home team given that these two the two games between these two teams this year they split um could be a really interesting spicy a matchup so who you got man oh man i'm I'm diving back in okay listen i'm diving back in Ooh, okay okay i'm diving i'm diving in looking at them stats I'm seeing things that I like. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna keep it to myself this time and just make make reactionary noises instead of actually like <laughs> informing anyone why I'm doing this. I mean, um, that's not good oh, for snap. an audio medium, though. These two teams. Uh, this is gonna be. This is gonna be that Monday. This is gonna be the game from last night, the national championship game from last night in the NFL form. These are the these teams are number one and number two in points allowed per game. And it's like like shockingly low. 17 and 17.8. Wow. There's only two other teams that allow less than 20 points, and everybody else in the NFL is 20 or more. So they are three points per game lower than 25 plus. I'm not doing math, not a math podcast. Other teams in the NFL, which is unbelievable that their defense is that good. And the Bills' offense is the fifth best offense in the league. 
And the Bills have started to look like they might actually know what they're doing out there. Yeah, they they closed out the regular season really well, whereas the Patriots did not. Well, you say really well. Josh Allen threw three interceptions to the Falcons. And like, it, like he looked bad in that game. True, but they still, they still got the win. They'd they still, still won, handily won that game by two touchdowns. Yes. So, yeah. um, you know what? I think, I think this one is going to come down to storyline, and I think storyline wise, it is not max time yet. So I'm going to go with the Bills of Buffalo and say that they are going to. Uno reverse on Bill Belichick and get their second win against him of the season. Because first time is when they got pooped on. The second time, they pooped on them, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, you're correct. Um, we'll see. I think Josh Allen is. I'm I'm ready to see playoff Josh Allen. Like I'm ready to see him come out and say, you know what? I'm I'm sorry that I was not the MVP this year, and I'm going to make up for it by doing better in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm really thinking about this one now because initially I picked the Patriots in this. I one. did too, and I just changed it while I was talking and looking at and stats. I really want to go Patriots because I do think that Bill Belichick is a good enough coach to 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 just figure out a way. And, and it's I, hard to bet I against think, him in the playoffs, man. Right, and I think this Patriots team is very very talented on both sides of the ball. Yeah, man, you talking about it, though. I am somewhat leaning towards the the thing is, is that the bills still don't have a run game outside of Josh Allen. Like when you watch this team, it's like they, I don't even know why they even pretend to run the ball. Nobody's scared of anybody coming out of that backfield. So, yeah, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm sticking with the pass. I'm sticking with it. I think it's it's, listen, it's good at, at, for no other reason, at the very least, it's good content uh, for us to disagree. And I'm going to stick with the Pats. I think the Pats, you know, get their second win over Buffalo this this week. I think that that team is talented enough to to make life difficult for Josh Allen and the Bills. And like you said, the the Bills don't have a run game, and the Patriots are very good against against the pass. Yeah, and oh. again, crazy in points per game. The Bills score twenty eight points per game, and the Pats score twenty seven points per game. Like these two teams are as evenly matched as anybody else yeah. in the playoffs. Like, I mean, I guess technically the the Raiders and Bills are pretty evenly matched too. But yeah, I mean, Raiders this these two teams, yeah, sorry, Raiders and Bengals. I even looked down at it and said the wrong teams. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Pats Bills. This these two teams are are dead even um, when it comes to to their their offense and defense. Yeah, I just performance. Me, I just want man. I just want the Patriots to be consistent which they were they were not down the stretch i mean um, neither were, the bills have been inconsistent all year i mean that's the thing about yeah, that is true. these that playoffs is true. Is is true. everybody in the playoffs other than the green bay packers have been inconsistent all year and so yeah. I, just, I, I think for, that for it's me, hard to with anybody for me i just wonder because really up until i guess up until that 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 game against the bills that the patriots did win despite Mac Jones only throwing it three times. Right. Up until that point, Mac Jones had looked every bit like a uh, like a, a rookie of the year. Um, Lock, yeah. And since then, they've lost three out of four to the Colts, Bills, and Dolphins, which are good teams, which are good right. teams. And I just, I just wonder if 
in those first 13 games, there was enough tape on him that now teams are potentially figuring him out a little bit. Maybe. I just wonder. I don't know. That's 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 my that's my biggest concern going into this game, and the fact that it's going to be four degrees outside, and Max Jones going to be freezing his butt off. Yeah, you there. got a rookie QB um, in the playoffs against a against a Bills team yeah. that is hungry yeah. and and feels like they can go win the Super Bowl. So yeah, which I know that the Pats feel that way too. But true, um, true. But like, I think this is another team that man, it's tough to say the Patriots over overperformed this year, but like. This is another team that I think a lot of people weren't expecting to play as well as they did as they did this year. Maybe even not even make the playoffs. And maybe maybe it is too soon for for Mac. And maybe maybe I, I don't want to say the moment will be too big for him, but maybe right. maybe it will be a little too soon for this team. But man, now I'm talking to myself into picking the Bills. I'm sticking with the Pats. I'm sticking with the yeah. Pats. So I mean, I mean, yeah. if there's anybody who can get a rookie QB ready it's for Bill the postseason, Belichick. it's Bill it's Belichick. Bill freaking Belichick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The Nick Saban of the NFL. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Let's move over to Sunday. We start off at 1 o'clock with the Philadelphia Eagles traveling down south to Tampa to face the Brady Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> we get to see if Tom Brady has it's some Tampa, more... Tampa Brady Buccaneers. It, it's way better. Sure. Either way, it's the Brady Bucks. And... The Brady Bucks. <laughs> the Brady Bucks. We get to see if the Brady Bucks have some more magic in them, enter in the playoffs, see if they can make another run, and potentially repeat as champions. Uh, hopefully, that does not happen for all of us. Nobody wants to see that. But this is where it all will begin, if that is the case. Tampa currently eight and a half point favorites over this Eagles team. I have not been much of a believer in the Eagles all season. Their week 18 performance against Dallas did not help that. But they were playing without Jalen Hurts. They had Gardner Minshew out there. Maybe they can make some magic happen and make a run. Who you got, man? In my heart, I, I want the Eagles. Like, I want the Eagles to just remind Tom Brady, "We I, own you." I think Listen, in in like ninety five percent. I think in like ninety five percent of America's hearts, right? They want the Eagles to win. Yeah, um, but maybe, maybe they should just, go sign Nick Foles and bring him bring him down from Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> like there's nothing about this team that makes me think that they can actually beat the Bucks. Like the sorry, that they should beat the Bucks. Right. Can they? Absolutely. Like Fletcher Cox is mm, maybe still the best defensive tackle in the NFL. Potentially. He he's at least I mean, I would consider Aaron Donald a defensive tackle, so that's not true. Fletcher Cox is still a top five defensive tackle in the NFL. And if there's one thing that makes Tom Brady uncomfortable, it's pressure up the middle. Tom Brady doesn't move around a lot, and so he stands in the middle of the pocket. He also has the best offensive line in football. And so if there's an offensive line that's going to handle the the Eagles and that pass rush, it's, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I think that the experience of Tom Brady cutting up an Eagles defense that is that is good, 
but its strength is in its front seven, and then Darius Slay, who is and I relooking at cornerbacks after we talked about cornerbacks last week. In my opinion, Darius Slay is the best cover cornerback in football right now. He's solid, yeah. and so you know. But outside of that, it just means that Tom Brady's not going to throw to whoever Slay is on, and he'll carve up the rest of the team and the linebackers in coverage. So I'm going to go with the Bucks for all of those reasons. Now, it's the pick that I'm hoping I'm most wrong on this weekend is this pick, but I'm going to go with the Bucks. I will say this. Back in week uh, week six, it looks like, Tampa and Philly met. Right. And Philly only lost by six, 28-22. Uh, Ooh, and I, I thought think, that game was a blowout. Maybe I, think, I was thinking about a different game. I think Philly has only gotten better since then. Yeah, week six was kind of when Philly started getting things together. Right. Because um, up right. until that, there was the win at the Falcons, and then they, they were, fell off. And the Falcons looked like, oh, man, could this yeah. be a team that sneaks in the playoffs? Yeah. And then those teams swapped places. They were 2-3 and three before that game. Lost that game, went to two and four, and since then have gone seven and four. So, yeah, I mean, none of the teams that they beat were necessarily good teams, but like, right, you know, you can only play the games on your schedule. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know what this Eagles team can really do against the Bucks to win this game. I feel like, I feel like this is. The one game this week where it would be surprising to see the Eagles upset the Bucks. That's not to say it can't happen. It's, it's twenty, I guess twenty twenty two now. It's twenty twenty one NFL season. Uh, anything can happen. We've seen absolute insanity happen. I just think the Bucks are far superior to this Eagles team, and I don't even think that the Bucks are the same team that they were when they won the Super Bowl last year. Not um, at all. I, th- I think they've definitely regressed, but I think they're they're just better than the Seagulls team. This is one of those teams that I think that they... I don't want to say that they shouldn't have gotten into the playoffs, but I think that it's one of the teams that was very much a, the beneficiary of that seventh wild card. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's a team, that, it's a team that's right there on the border of, uh, are you as good as these teams that are, that are supposed to be in the playoffs, or yeah. are you not? quite and i think they're right there on on that border but here's here's the thing also also went bucks here's where it would not surprise me that the bucks lose this game bucks have lost four games this season only one of them was to a team they had any business losing against and that was the rams the rams the other three losses came two of them to the saints who are not in the playoffs then one of them is the game that you know as as one genius on this podcast predicted, was the loss that they had to the Washington football team. Now, although I yeah. saw it coming, it does not mean it made any sense. You laughed at me when I picked it. I also was like, I don't know why I'm picking this. I'm probably stupid. And then they almost lost to the Jets two weeks ago. They should have lost to the Jets two weeks ago. And so yeah. Yeah. the the Bucks pretty much exclusively lose to teams they have no business losing to. So for yeah, that sure. reason, it would not shock me if the Eagles came out and won this game. If 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 they came out and they pushed defensively and were able to do things on offense to to catch the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks defense is that great. I think that's why they lose to these bad teams. Yeah, I, I would not be shocked if the Eagles won. Uh, I do I'm not confident enough in that to say so for that reason I'm picking the Eagles, but yeah. 
I do think that I wouldn't just be totally blown away if the Eagles won. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. Anyway, this game is probably going to be lopsided. We spent so much time talking about. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Sunday afternoon. And this, to me, could potentially be the best game of, of the weekend. Um, this is the one that I'm maybe most excited for. We have, I think it's the most interesting game of the weekend, for sure. Yes, yes. We have the San Francisco 49ers heading into Dallas to face the Dallas Cowboys in one of those classic NFC playoff matchups. Dallas currently three-point favorites. I think that's that's pretty telling of what Vegas thinks of this San Francisco team that yeah. was on the cusp of missing the playoffs entirely uh, yeah. on Sunday. They got in, they got the win in overtime against the Rams, came back in that game, got it done, snuck in. They are the sixth seed, and they will be facing the three-seeded Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I think this is going to be a good one. I could see this potentially being a little bit of a shootout. Oh, really? I, I could, I could. And I think that that would make it just even more fun. Like, if it is if it is not like, an, like a... If it's not like just super high offense, but it's more like a balanced type game, maybe something like along the lines of like a like a 34-30 type game, something like that, instead of like 45-40, I think it'd be it's gonna be super fun to watch. All that said, who you got, man? Man, I had one thing written down and then I I so Naturally, my tendency when I look at at the defensive stats when I check ESPN and they look at their to- team total defensive stats, they always rank it by yards per game, and that's usually what I look for. But now that we're getting into the postseason, things are getting a little more serious. I'm looking at points allowed per game, and it changes so much because when it comes to yards allowed per game, Dallas is down. Uh, one spot above the Jacksonville Jaguars. They allow two less yards per game than the Jags. So real bad. When I say real bad, they're like bottom 10, bottom 15 in the league. Um, right. But when it comes to points allowed per game, the Dallas Cowboys jump up to the number seven spot and are actually three spots ahead of the 49ers where in yards per game, the 49ers are like a top five defense. They're the third best defense. So looking at points per game allowed and points per game scored these, this matchup looks very different. Dallas scores 31 a game. San Francisco scores 25 a game and they both allow 21 a game. So, Originally, I had picked the 49ers um, just based on kind of really, really overestimating the 49ers defense and honestly, probably underestimating the the Cowboys defense. I think that it came from a place of like, oh, I don't think the Cowboys defense is that great. But in reality, they're one of the top defenses in the NFL, which like, sorry. A big tangent. Uh, I, we've talked about this before that I test Dallas's defense looks like one of the best defenses in the league, but for some reason they're not. And then when you look at points allowed per game, turns out, in fact, they are because of all those turnovers. Right. So I think just because of the offensive firepower 
how Dak has looked with his weapons. I don't know. The the 49ers to me are just too beat up on offense. I think that the 49ers if they Ooh, if they know, had man. everybody they've, got, they've gotten healthy over the last couple weeks though. They but they still don't like their run game is still fairly anemic. It's that's that's the that's the one part is is their run game is still missing like their starting guys going into the season, but I think the way that they've been able to plug Debo in back there has been incredibly helpful for them and they still have they they still have eli mitchell back there he came back a couple weeks ago i don't know man and their defense has been heating up right to me i i have the niners in this game uh this was this was the the really the big the big upset that that i have and i don't even know if it's necessarily a big upset because it's not like cowboys are super big favorites um, right, got, but this is Cowboys are a twelve and five team. This is a twelve win team. It's the three seed, and, yeah. Right, and and the Niners had to had to fight to get into the playoffs. Um yeah. But to me, you look at the teams that Dallas has beaten this year. They have not beaten a ten win the ten win team. The only ten win team that they have beaten was the New England Patriots. That's it. Now they've played they've played good teams close but they have not been able to finish against the good teams. And this Niners team, for a chunk of their season, dealt with a ton of injuries. They've gotten healthy lately, and this Niners team has somehow, somehow managed to beat the Rams twice. The Rams that everybody points to as one of the probably top three teams in the NFC, they beat twice. How they did it, I don't know. But they managed to do it, and I think, I don't know, man, I really... I really feel good about that that uh, 49ers offense. Really, really feel good about them. Now, Dallas's offense is stacked, but I don't know, man. I, this is this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Yeah, yeah. I just think what I've seen. I mean, Dallas did drop the game against the Cardinals. I gotta say, I think if it comes down to coaching, give me Shanahan over McCarthy any day of the week. I don't know, man. As a a Falcons fan, I don't trust the coaching of Kyle Shanahan. That's fair. He lost the Super Bowl, and he constantly blows leads. He does that all the time, still, to this day. No, man, I think you, Mike McCarthy is due for a handful of mistakes every game. Both of us and our our dislike for our former (laughs) coaching staff. Yeah. But here I am picking Dan Quinn's defense. Because for some yeah, reason he yeah. decided, you know what? Now's the time to change the thing that got me fired. I guess and, I'll change now. Honestly, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we talked about Trey Diggs being a boomer bust cornerback. And I wouldn't be surprised if Diggs gets a pick in this game. Because, yeah, I don't, because of Garoppolo. Yeah. I can't, I like, I don't overly trust Garoppolo, especially in, in big games. But like, but, remember those stats that we we went yes, over of of yes. Garoppolo. When you look at his numbers, yes, he's a good quarterback. Yeah, and he played he played very very well on Sunday in a game they had to win. To me, I think, hmm, I think I have more faith in the playmakers that San Fran has than the playmakers that Dallas has. Honestly, I do think so. I have, what? I listen. Hold on. Have, hold on. Hold on. We, let Let's just list them. Let's just list. Oh them. no! Oh no! I know who they are. You're so. Uh, let's just let's just side by side comparison. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo and Dak Prescott. Who are you taking? I'll take Dak. 
Zeke Elliott or Zeke Elliott and and Pollard right. against Debo and Eli Mitchell. So just just so, in terms of running backs, right? But here's the thing with the running game is that it's a Shanahan offense. I think Shanahan does with with nobodies. He he does an incredible job of getting solid rushing performances from guys that you wouldn't consider as a top end running back. And I also think that Zeke has not played as well as the Ezekiel Elliott that we all expect uh, going into the season. That's not, that's not to say he's had a bad season. I just think he, that, that between the two of them, like mm, Pollard maybe outplayed him this year. Maybe. Uh, I don't, I don't. Well, okay. Either way, okay, but I, you sure, can't but say sure, you can, but Zeke sure, had a on, thousand on yard name, season. Zeke had a thousand yard sure, season. Sure, on name alone, I'll take I'll take the rushing attack. Okay, when it comes to the receiving core, I'm not going to go receiver by receiver. When it comes to the receiving core, right? C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Cedric Wilson. Yeah, you yeah. going to take them or are you going to take the 49ers receivers? I think Debo Samuel is a better playmaker than any of those four guys. Right, but you need and, more than and, just one receiver to and, win the game. And George Kittle. Okay, I was going to get to tight end next, which obviously is right. George Kittle. George Kittle might as well be considered wide receiver with the way they use him. That's true, and but so, I mean, so that's so that's so that's my thing. Like the way the versatility that Debo brings to that offense, being able to be used in the rushing attack and the receiving attack, and excelling in both, and the combination of George Kittle being in there as pretty much as their number one receiver and Brandon Ayuk, who is not a bum at all at, no. at, at, at wide receiver. To me, those guys I trust more than whatever receiver you want to plug in there from, from uh, Dallas and the rushing attack. But I think, okay. I think Dak is absolutely a clear winner between him and, and Garoppolo for sure. Yeah. But I just I I like the offense, man. You, I'm telling you. Also, you. you also are selling short Dalton Schultz, who has had 808 receiving yards this year, which is right behind Brandon Ayuk, who you just mentioned in in like a he's no slouch, but like sure Dalton Schultz, sure. who you did not mention, yeah, has 808 receptions. Yeah, yeah. 800, not 808 receptions. That would be ludicrous. Ayuk uh, also was injured for half the season, but I mean, okay, that's fine. Again, just looking at another one, Dalton Schultz has more receiving yards than Gronk does this year. Like, I'm, I'm just saying that he's not a scrub either. But I'm when not, you just right, side-by-side side right, compared I'm not, I'm the not. only group that you picked for Dallas, which you said San Francisco has better playmakers, you the only group that you picked was receiving. Well, hold, hold on. I didn't say they had better. I said I trust their playmakers more. That's why I said. Okay. I have more. Again, I have I more faith. I have more faith in the playmakers that San Francisco has than the playmakers that Dallas has. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I would. I would rather have. I would rather have Dallas's. I would rather have Dallas's offense all day. And honestly, I probably would rather have Dallas's defense than the 49ers. I would rather have Dallas's defense. I'll say that. So for those reasons, I am not picking against Dallas. <laughs> Dallas could win a Super Bowl That's this fair. year. I, I don't know I if the agree. 49ers can win a Super Bowl this year. I'll tell you one thing, man. Between these these two teams, I don't want to face San Francisco. I, I would rather face, as a, as the Packers fan and with the number one seed, I would rather face Dallas than face 
the Niners. Really? Yes. And 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 unfortunately, if the Niners win this game, that's who Green Bay is going to be playing because there ain't no way the Eagles are beating the Bucks. No, nah, ain't no way. We talked about this. There's there's definitely Listen, a way. If the Eagles beat the Bucks, I'll be ecstatic. Bring Philly to Green Bay. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go. I don't want to face it. And part part of that is because of the history with San Francisco. Two years ago, they lost the NFC Championship game to San Francisco. And uh, I want to say it was 2011. I think it was 2011 when, might have been 2012, when the Niners went to the Super Bowl with uh, Kaepernick to face the Ravens. Uh, they destroyed. The, they, they were always the toughest team to face. I just, I don't like seeing them in the playoffs, but I think, I think it's going to happen. I think that's what's going to be the matchup next week is Packers and, and Niners. I don't know, man. So, I don't think, I would I don't rather, think that's the case. I would rather take Dallas. But if Dallas wins, they're going to be facing uh, the Bucks. So, Whew, man. All right. Well, yeah. we obviously disagree on that one. Let's move on to Sunday Night Football. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Making their way into the Chiefs. I just want to know if the Steelers sent a thank you card to Brandon Staley because they absolutely should. Uh, had he not called that timeout, the Steelers would be sitting on the couch watching the Chargers and the Raiders in the and, playoffs. And should have sent Daniel Carlson a uh, a thank you card for making the field goal. That too. That too. you missed that thing. So we've got the Steelers luckily finding their way into the playoffs. And they get to face the two seed in the Kansas City Chiefs. At Arrowhead, where it's always electric, Kansas City are 12 and a half point favorites. That is an enormous line. That's for the, too much for the to playoffs. Me. For the playoffs, that's ridiculous. But we that's talk, too much. We've, I agree. We've talked all season, though, about how Vegas favors this Kansas City team way more than they should, uh, way more than, than, than what they've played like all season. However, it is still the Chiefs. The Chiefs, until, until they are eliminated. I think are still the team to beat in the AFC because they've gone to back-to-back Super Bowls. So, with all of that being said, who you got, man? Um, yeah, I'm going Chiefs in this one. I know that there's like the whole it's Ben Roethlisberger's last year, and like, but like, there's a reason it's his last year. <laughs> like, like it's yep. not his last year because he's like tired. It's not like an Andrew Luck situation. This is like a I'm too old for this now. Yeah. situation and yeah. although i like the weapons that the steelers have on offense honestly their weakness is their quarterback um but chase claypool juju smith uh deontay johnson uh, johnson like those those dudes are are real good and Najee harris is is no slouch either then on the defensive side of the ball steelers are are pretty nightmarish for the most part they've got um you got cam hayward in the middle you got TJ Watt on the outside. You got Mika Fitzpatrick and Joe Hayden playing in the back. I mean, that's a solid defense, but there's still some there's still some holes in other spots of the defense that kind of lowers their quality overall. Chiefs defense has been getting better. Uh, Chiefs, I, I still wouldn't put it in a, any higher than like tenth, yeah. but currently everybody healthy, everybody playing. This Chiefs defense has has come to life here in the last half of the season, which yeah. if that's the case, if their offense is clicking and they have a decent defense, this is the team to beat outside of the Titans with Derrick Henry, which is a different topic that we'll get to next week, I'm sure. Well, looking um, looking at, their, at the Chiefs schedule from this year, 
after getting embarrassed by the Tennessee Titans, losing 27 to three to the Tennessee Titans, what, if you were to take a guess, what would you think that the chiefs record over the last 10 games would be? Oh, I know that they went seven and Oh, at one point. Um, so I mean, seven and sorry, uh, I'll go out of 10 games, probably eight and two. They went nine and one. They wow. lost one game, and that was to the Cincinnati Bengals that lost by a field goal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this that, Chiefs team is red hot. Outside of that, they have a win over the Packers. Granted, it was with Jordan Love. Yeah. They have two wins over the Raiders. They have a win over the Cowboys. They have a win over the Chargers, a win over the Steelers, and then a win over the Giants, a win over the Broncos. But outside of the Giants and Broncos, those are all playoff caliber teams. The Chargers, I'm counting because they should be in. But, yeah, those are all playoff caliber teams. And they went nine and one against that schedule, which to me is kind of unbelievable when you look at how they started versus how they finished. But the Chiefs are on a tear right now, uh, and I don't see the Steelers being good enough to stop them, especially when they just played uh, three weeks ago and the Chiefs beat them thirty-six to ten. Yeah, right. Absolute <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I don't want to say I'm rooting for Pittsburgh in this game, but I would like to see the Steelers win this one, obviously. I mean, just, just for chaos, honestly, at this right. point. Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, I love watching TJ Watt play, man. TJ Watt dude is, is fun to watch. Unbelievable. I, I hope I hope that Pittsburgh can figure out their quarterback situation moving forward fairly quickly because yeah. I, don't, I don't want to see that good of a defensive player flounder in mediocrity on a team like Khalil that, Mack that, has done for his entire career. Right. Right. That that their that their struggle is purely because of the offense. Yeah. Because this defense is fun to watch. They have a lot of good playmakers, not just TJ Watt, but especially TJ Watt. Yes. Um so I want to see them succeed because of him. Yeah. But I don't think it happened on Sunday. I have the Chiefs. Yep. All right. Let's move on to the final game of Super Wild Card Weekend. Wild Card Monday, Weekend. Monday night football. We got, for the third time this season, the Arizona Cardinals facing the Los Angeles Rams. Out in L.A., the Rams are four-point favorites. That's probably fair, uh, given the the uh, little bit of a rivalry these two teams have had this year. These are fun teams. One of them is stacked with talent. And the other, a little young, still has a lot of good talent. I mean, all um, both of them are stacked with talent. What are you talking about? True, true. I'm just saying that LA is the quote-unquote dream team of this year for sure. Yeah. Uh, and the Cardinals have a lot of talent, but it's a little bit younger. I think it's going to be a good one, man. This is going to be a good Monday night game. My only problem is that the Mannings won't be talking about it. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, we get a garbage commentary crew. But... Yep. Who you got, man? Um. So, did you know that Matthew Stafford has a toe injury? I feel like I remember hearing something about that in that game, possibly. Unless it happened after that game. So yesterday, McVay came out and said that Stafford injured his toe Okay. during the game. So, that puts a big old question mark in there. Because Matt Stafford has not been great with ten good toes. Um, well, let's 
Has he been great with 10 good toes? Just answer the question, yes or no. Has Matt Stafford been great this season with 10 good toes? He hasn't been bad. Has he been great? Uh, borderline. I, it's a yes or no question. Has Matt Stafford been great with 10 healthy toes this season? The dude has just shy of 5,000 yards and 41 is, touchdowns. It's a yes or no question. It's a yes or no question. Yes and no. Yes oh, and that's my answer. I didn't say it's a yes and no question. I said it's a yes or no question. You just don't like to admit when I'm right, which I am. Outside, Listen, outside of the picks, the guy has been on fire this year. Outside of the picks. Outside of the picks, Jameis Winston could have won MVP a couple years ago. Outside of the 30 picks that he threw. What do you mean outside of the picks? That's the whole point of playing quarterback is to throw the ball to your own team. if If you were to guess who has more picks. Would you say Stafford or Trevor Lawrence? Uh, probably Trevor Lawrence. They have the same amount. They yeah, both they've both thrown seventeen picks. That's real daggone bad, man. Yeah, it's not. That's good. real bad. It's not good. But in today's same, NFL, it's in, real bad. In today's right, it's 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 right. Old like school, I know Brett Favre is is the career leader right. in in interceptions, right. but he also won how many Super Bowls? So one. What he only won one Super Bowl. He, he only that's won. A, that's that's a the big. Shame. That's the big thing that people have always said about Green Bay. We've gotten blessed with two of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game over the last three decades now, and we have got two championships, two Super Bowls to show for it. You, it's, you could be the Colts. We do have like Peyton have Manning like, and I mean, Andrew true. Luck, and only had one. We do have like. Ooh, six MVPs, I think, between the two yeah. of them, and a, um, and a handful but, yeah. of Super Bowl appearances. Yeah, three. Yeah. Well, only three. Yeah, gone two and one over that those thirty years. But it's yeah. a handful, depending on how big a Super Bowl appearance is. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just want Rodgers to get back there, man. Yeah, get me him too. back. I don't want. Anyways, I, I think. Anyways, they, um, Stafford, in this game. I was looking at the injuries just to make sure. Uh, it looks like the Cardinals might have some running back issues. They're both questionable, both being uh, Chase Edmonds and uh, James Conner. I'm still going to go with the Cards. I think that the Cards are the better team. The Rams the Rams keep losing to teams they should not be losing to. The Rams are similar to the Bucks to me of like, why are you losing to these teams? And why are you barely beating these other teams? They're just not dominant. And the cards, when healthy, have been dominant. Now, they've also lost to teams they shouldn't. But I think that the cards, I don't know. They've just got a little bit more magic to me. Cardinals, the Cardinals. Did, Cardinals did lose the Lions. They did. But again, on any given Sunday, anybody can beat anybody. Yeah. The, the Packers lost to the Saints. Oh, man. The cards have just been so bad down the stretch. They, I mean, they like really have, and they have no business losing to the Seahawks on Sunday. Had no business doing that, especially playing for a division title. That's right. like they had to go out and win. Had they won that game, they would have won the division because the Rams ended up losing. In fairness, now I'm also not an NFL head coach, but in fairness, the Seahawks have been hard to scout this year. Like, no, I don't know anything that's true, going on with that team. True. Like, You've got so many injuries across the board. Do they have a defense? Do they not have a defense? Is their offense good or are they bad? Yeah, I don't know. True, true. I mean, you lose to the Seahawks. You lose to the Lions three weeks before that. Uh, The Colts, okay, you lose to them, whatever. Uh, The Rams, same. You lose to them, whatever. 
But they beat the Cowboys. They beat the Cowboys. This is what makes it tough, man. Like, I don't know how good they are. And at the same time, like, so I originally picked the Cardinals in this game. And yeah. then I switched it to the Rams. And now after everything you just said, I'm thinking about switching it back to the Cards. I don't know with this one. I don't know. Also, the most important stat I want to point out is that Matthew Stafford has never in his entire NFL career won a playoff game. Has Kyler Murray? All right. No. Ir- irrelevant. Irrelevant. I don't think so. Uh, but this is also only Kyler Murray's second year in the league. <laughs> this is like Matthew Stafford's 45th year in the league. Well, so, well he's, not, he's not Hunter Renfro. That's what I said. <laughs> so... I'm taking the quarterback that I think oh, can man. win a playoff game. You said you said in coming into this season, Matt Stafford was your guy. You were like, I love this guy. I if I could have his babies, I would. I, I think I that he's said, the greatest quarterback to ever I said ever none of those things. Ever he's better than Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why anybody that does is, not love Matt Stafford. These are all direct was, quotes I'm reading from from your, from your podcast from your this year. Secret diary over there. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, I want oh, man. Stafford's a bum, man. Pick the cards, or prove me wrong and pick the Rams because you think that Matt Stafford can win a playoff game. That's the real question: is do you think Matt Stafford can win a playoff game or not? Do we know the status of JJ Watt? Uh, from what I just read, it still had him on injured reserve. So. I don't know if he's coming I back. I saw them. I thought. I thought I saw they activated him. Ooh, I'm going cards. I'm switching back and going cards. So Doing you also it. don't think that Matt Stafford can win a playoff game? It's not. It's not. I think the Cardinals on a are super good. team. Hey, Matt. Like I don't. So I think in the playoffs, coaching becomes that much more important. And I. Dang it, man! I feel like McVay's the better coach between him and Kingsbury. I don't know. I think he's just the beneficiary of having Todd Gurley. Potentially, potentially, Todd Gurley and now a dream team. All right, I'm st- I'm I'm sticking with it. I already made my decision. I'm not swaying. I'm picking the Cardinals. They're gonna beat the Rams, and potentially they'll be traveling to Green Bay. Oh man, this is this is the game. If the Cowboys win on Sunday afternoon, this is the game that I'll be watching because whoever wins this game will be traveling to. Green Bay. That's all assuming that Philly doesn't pull off an absolute miracle in Tampa. Dang man. Yeah, I'm going Cardinals. I'm I'm we're in unison on this. Cardinals. All right. We both agree Matt Stafford can't win a playoff game. I just wanted I just wanted that on the record. That I've I've said the whole year of the podcast, Matt Stafford can't win a playoff game. And I'm just glad that you have finally come around to agree with me that Matt Stafford cannot win a playoff game. Even the, with other, the, the other like the other part of me wants to pick Rams because my preseason prediction was Rams and Packers in the, the NFC, NFC championship. championship game. Yeah. And I still think that that could happen. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up Super Wild Card Weekend. I'm done waffling back and forth on teams. Uh, <laughs> I've got to make a decision and stick to it. And I've done that. Made our picks. Probably going to be super wrong on some of these and maybe we'll be super right on other ones Uh, all i care about is having a good weekend i'm not even like super super excited about being right or wrong i just want to watch some daggone good football man good fun football that's what i'm here for yep uh 
Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Thank you for the support, as always. We very much appreciate it. We don't really know what the uh, format of the show is going to be moving forward and into the postseason. Uh, yeah. Things could get interesting or different or might just go not. to one episode since, you know, it'll be... I think it's games. technically the same number of games next week, though? No. Yes. Wait, no. It's, uh, it's, it's a little bit less. Like two eight. games less. It's four games next week. Four games. Yeah. Four That's games next week. Two games, two games the next after and then the Super Bowl. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Thank you for sticking around and hanging out with us. Uh, if you're not yet, I'm going to say it again. Make sure you're following us on Facebook. And follow us on Twitch. Come hang out with us uh, and, and, and watch the recording. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Hop into the, our Discord server and come chat some football with us over the weekend as we all enjoy this wonderful first week of the playoffs. Hopefully, the next month is a great one and we get some good matchups, good games, and it all culminates in a fantastic Super Bowl uh, in, in early February. But for now, I believe that's that. That's that.